episode in the new year. We're about four days in. How is your year going so far? Oh, you know, Jacob, I feel, um, you know, refreshed, renewed. Wow, let me tell you. Uh, actually, it feels pretty similar. Pretty cold outside, a little chilly. Uh, yeah. But, you know, nothing. Surprisingly so, because it's been like 50 degrees, and then it was all of a sudden like 17 this morning. Right, welcome to Pennsylvania. At least central yeah, Pennsylvania. But it's supposed to be 40 again tomorrow, so. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know... For me, it doesn't dawn on me that it's 2022 for at least a couple more months because, you know, I'll still continue to write yeah. 21 on my dates and everything. So, right. Uh, it's really, really 2022 in, in a couple of months for me. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like Q1 2022 starts in March. Right. Right. Uh, right. Like the, the fiscal year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since it is 2022, we mentioned last week that we wanted to do some resolutions this year. Uh, both in terms of our creative lives and journeys, as it were, uh, for for this year, but also just resolutions uh, regarding this podcast. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be pretty free, just us talking about what our hopes are for what we want to be doing this year. Uh, how does that sound to you, Nate? Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, I think a lot of this might be... <laughs> I think we had an episode a couple months ago, maybe, where we talked about a couple of things we wanted to finish before the year end, uh, and we we may be we may be uh, prolonging that or or uh, extending those uh, ideas into 2022 yeah. with the hopes that you know we'll have some kind of momentum moving forward to start them and and look into you know accomplishing some of those goals that we made a couple months ago. Yeah. That is a very good point. <laughs> you know, just throw that out there so that we can be quite frank with everyone, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, let, let's just kick off with that. I do remember in our comfort zone episode back uh-huh. whenever that was, we had made the goals of, I remember my goal was to do like a full length feature screenplay uh-huh. for a neo-noir thriller thing. Right. Uh, and... That didn't happen. And you let me uh, down because my goal was to help you with that. So I'm blaming <laughs> this one on you, Jacob, well, I think. Well, you know what? That's kind of a cop-out anyways. I'm I'm going <laughs> to push you. You're, uh, being out of your uh, comfort zone is helping me. Come on now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I think you had something else too, though. I think it was something to the effect of like being more and like doing more with the narrative side of things. Or something uh-huh. like that, which we kind of well, like we did one that one sketch uh, before season two started. Um, but, yeah, I definitely kind of dropped the ball on my end of I, I mean, I have an idea if I just turn around. Uh, I had like an idea of, of the subject, the the brief synopsis of something I wanted to do in that field. But I definitely did not come close to writing a feature-length screenplay uh, in that genre. Um, Uh So yeah, that is a funny thing to bring up. But here, it's January 4th uh, to date this episode. We can Mm -hmm. put in our new goals with renewed commitment uh as opposed to just in august being like hey i want to do this by november or december or something like that okay so are you saying i have to tell you these things 
I think how how many resolutions do you have in mind? Well, I you know I have several personal ones. I have several ones regarding the podcast. Okay. Uh, okay. So I I don't know what you have in mind. Uh, why don't why don't we alternate? Why don't you give me one of your personal resolutions first, and then I'll give one of mine. Okay, personal resolution. Let's see. Um. Uh, so outside of, you know, the creative realm, right, outside of the podcast, all of this stuff, uh, I'm finally in a position where I can start to uh, hopefully grow some of my own food and, and, and mm. you know, do a little more composting and stuff and, you know, do all that weird homeowner crap that <laughs> uh, you only understand and you only want to do when, you, when you're starting to, when you're connected to a certain area. Uh, sure. And and I think for me that's going to be a good good starting point to uh, I don't know try to just grow some of my own food. Yeah. You know, about five ten years ago, I would have I would have never said that. Of course, maybe even three years ago, you know, because <laughs> you know, I can go to the store and you know get a get a cheese dog or cheese stick or something and be like, <laughs> a oh, this is good. Dog. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is real good. I go to Sheets, get my dollar two do- <laughs> two hot dogs dollar. Oh yeah. Uh, but here, you know, I could grow a nice old tomato and take a bite out of that, and that would taste real nice. Yeah, I mean, but, now you're a homeowner, so, so it makes sense to for you I'm to a homesteader. get into that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully uh, I can, once the cold weather starts to clear and spring's around the corner, um, yeah, that's 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 something I really want to get into, and I, and I hope that I can see through with it, get my hands a little dirty outside, you know? Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. get my eyes away from the screen. You know, we talk about that screen time stuff and work, work is in front of a screen and sure. You know, being outside and watching things grow that don't require walks, uh, food or poopy bags. <laughs> Pretty convenient. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess for me, uh, I mean, I, most of mine have to do with creative stuff. Uh, but one that is in a similar vein away from the screen kind of is, I mean, we mentioned at some point, I forget if it was last week or the week before, uh, but I had ordered a new keyboard, which is now here, uh, right by me. Uh, and so I would like to get more musical, uh, and kind of reattain some of the, uh skills that i had before or you know the commitments i had before i mean i look to my right to the closet in my home office and i see my trombone uh and a trumpet uh, things that i have not touched in uh a long time and i would like to get back to that especially in hopes of potentially you know coming back to different uh groups or community groups and and playing or something uh when relevant um you know it's something and i don't know if this is attainable really uh, but something I've always uh, wanted to do was play in like the pit for a musical. Oh, you and haven't done that before? No, because I was always in the musical. And so, oh, wow. Yeah. And no, so I absolutely. never got to do that. Uh, so, I, I mean, most of the people who do that are like professional musicians. Uh, well, not if you go I'm, for a high school or something. True. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll see if there's a, a doorway in. I do know a local high school teacher uh that i mean you know as well i don't want to name names but uh, uh you're super cool yeah so 
Yeah, that would that would definitely be be something cool. I mean, I also shout out to Sam Worley. Uh, he got me as uh, our friend group secret Santa and got me a music stand that I was hoping to get for uh, my home office for all of like the random old trombone books and trumpet books that I still have uh so that i actually have something to play in a place to put it when i do play <laughs> so uh yeah nice. I'm, I'm definitely hoping to to get more into that musical side of things especially if i uh, you know doing all of that and also hopefully pursuing uh writing a, a musical or a movie musical uh with evan quinter but uh yeah that's definitely one i'm hoping to get more into nice that's a great one dude i really like that and i will yeah. be by your side and to push you forward because I also want to uh, play in a pit band again. I did in high school for four years because I was I'm not an actor, uh, <laughs> but boy did I have fun playing the trumpet and like all of those musicals yeah. that we did were like based in the jazz era and stuff. And wow, we we really got to play some cool music. Yeah, there there's so much good stuff for for instrumentalists in musicals. It's insane. Yeah. I remember uh, how to succeed in business without really trying. That always seemed like a fun one uh, when we that, did that yeah. my freshman year of high school. I think. Did you? Yeah. That was the first one I saw on Broadway, actually. Oh, really? Uh, when with, was that? Who was it? Uh, 2015, Oh, maybe? 2015. Okay, so that's after the Daniel Radcliffe era. Well, we were supposed to see him with Daniel Radcliffe. We see it with Daniel Radcliffe, but I think instead we saw it with one of the Jonases. Oh, Nick Jonas. Yeah, he did. Nick yeah, Jonas. He was the, the second after Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a pretty cool show. Wow, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. really cool. Yeah, that was in high school. That was a high school trip. Cool. Yeah, cuz cuz that was uh pretty much the reason that we did that show in high school, I think is because right when we did it was when the revival with Daniel Radcliffe was kicking off. And so I think uh, after uh, Daniel Radcliffe it was Nick Jonas who took over that lead role and then I think after that was Darren Chris or something okay. like that. So yeah, yeah that's, that's a really fun show. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still need to see a Broadway show. I think we, we mentioned that. Oh but man. I've, I've yeah. never, never been able to. We should get out there. Yeah. Go, go to that. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of shows are now <laughs> closing down temporarily because of the Omicron variant, but, uh, right. there's that, uh, uh, they're reviving music man with Hugh Jackman and those yeah. tickets are probably $2,000 each. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, there's some good shows out there. Oh yeah, there's some for good sure. shows out there. You just gotta give it its ten year like, ten year long show, you know, life and go in ten years when it's oh, a little sure. cheaper. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, well, we we gotta play it together. Maybe we oh, can yeah. get you, me, Sam Worley. <laughs> get get a group going. Let's just do it. Let's just do our musical. You know. Yeah. You know, maybe we can get. Um, maybe just you know. Play some tunes in the park. Play some tunes in the park. I like that. Do you have a, another resolution in mind? Oh uh, yeah, um, I do actually. This resolution obviously pertains to uh, more videography related stuff. Uh, mm. I want to try to create at least one uh, one video, no matter the length, at least one video a month. Now Ooh. that may seem easy, or that may seem hard, depending on different people. Uh, but one video that I want to do. So, so this doesn't include, uh, like this wouldn't include a video of 
you know, something I had to do for work or this wouldn't include a video for, you know, so, so maybe this is a video associated with the podcast or maybe this is just me going out on a hike and taking some B roll of, of some trees and plants and stuff, uh, or, or, or ice and snow. So if, if I can make one video that I want to do every 30 days, that seems quite doable. And in the end I have, you know, 12 videos that perhaps I, you know, maybe spent more time on some than others, but I'm, I'm still, doing something. I'm still getting that camera out there. I'm still creating yeah. something uh, fun. So, so that's a goal. One, one video a month. Um, and maybe I'll just post it to my YouTube page or something, or yeah. maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a video that we do for the podcast and we end up posting it um, just for fun, like a little sketch or something. Yeah. And, and that's, that's going to be my way to force my way into it, to help you with different stuff, even if it's for the podcast or not, because I always want to be, yeah. you know, part of, part of more more productions and video and such and all those fancy yeah. terms and things like that uh as i was trying to think of these resolutions uh it's hard for me to really nail down like a numerical goal like doing one video a month so yeah. i mean i yeah. guess I'll, I'll i'll mention my next one as as well and we can kind of talk about both of these in the same vein but i've i've been trying to find out or trying to find a, a goal in terms of my writing and thinking like, maybe I try to do a page a day. Maybe I just try to aim for like three pages a week or five pages a week or something like that. But that uh-huh. seems like such a hard thing to set, uh, especially when who knows what changes are going to be happening during life on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you know, whether I'm traveling uh, for fun or for work, uh what is going on from day to day. So I've, I've been struggling to find that numerical middle ground in terms of a goal to set. Uh, but I was also thinking uh-huh. of one of my older resolutions. Uh, that was just, it was a couple years ago when I was like, I need to drink more water. Uh, I think we, yeah, we talked about yeah. it at some point. And I think I had uh-huh. set a, like a goal of how much water to drink every day. And I didn't hit it okay. every day, but it was a, essentially at some point I was able to just, basically only drink water throughout the day. And even if it wasn't hitting that, you know, original goal of how much to drink in a day, I was still drinking a lot more water, water out of habit that, than oh, I was yeah. previously. So I think that that's part oh, of it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's worth trying to find uh, that numerical middle ground or maybe just being like, I'm going to try to write uh, something every week. Mm-hmm. or continue working on a project every week because also some of that writing isn't necessarily based off of pages it's also just you know brainstorming or, or outlining and planning a story out or something like that and i think that's kind of where right. where that becomes a gray area yeah yeah well and also just like practicing how you're going to do so just like you were saying with the drinking water yeah you didn't hit your goal every day what the heck but without even thinking about it you're here sipping on water all day long yeah and it's the same with your writing. Like once you get into it and once you start doing doing it and you're not thinking about it, you're just being creative. I think it's very similar. You have to practice uh, being in that state of creativity. Uh, and I think that's the hardest part is just starting, just starting and keeping with it. Similar to like running, yeah. right? Or going to the gym, working out. Once it becomes part of your routine, part of your habit, I think that's when you can really uh, allow yourself to, you know, go beyond and and you know, write more than you ever thought you would write. And yeah, you're probably not going to get to one page a day. That seems absurd. 
uh, or, or, or whatever, but, but maybe you don't write for two days in a row. And then on, on the next day you have 10 pages and then you write five pages every day for the next month. And all of a sudden those first two days that you didn't write anything, those, those are behind you. I mean, it doesn't even count. doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. right? Uh, so I think that's a super cool way to look at things and, uh, yeah, trying to get that, get into the habit, uh, cause that will really allow you to not get stuck in that beginning phase of how do I start? When do I start? And ugh, I, do I really want to start like those sort of feelings? Yeah. And I mean, I remember you mentioned, uh, wanting to do a video a month and that does sound scary to me now with, you know, being in the adult world, uh, for a couple of years and, you know, doing the full-time job and things like that. Uh, a video a month sounds scary, but I, you know, just re- remembered I might have talked about it at some point, but the old channel that I used to have with uh, uh, myself and, and Evan Quinter and, and Fisher hopped in on a couple things too, called Games Bound, where it was just talking about like news in the movie and video games realm and just kind of like analyzing and ed- editorializing and things like that. Uh, and mm-hmm. really, the most time that I worked on that was uh, the summer before senior year of college. And I was okay. pumping out like two or three videos a yeah, week that's awesome. for like a couple months. And it's weird to think now it's like, that sounds so hard to me now. <laughs> and I don't know what changed. <laughs> well, you were, you were invested in what you were doing. You got excited about it. And I bet you the hardest part of doing those two videos uh, a week or two videos a, a month or whatever you were doing, the hardest part of that was just starting. Yeah. Like, you you weren't even thinking about how you needed to create twenty four videos in the in the coming months, right? Yeah. You were only thinking about how excited you were to start creating videos, and so a lot of it's content related and what you're interested in doing. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of me <laughs> being like, finally, someone will listen to me talk about <laughs> like how Sony messed up uh, crossplay on the PS4 versus the Xbox One or whatever it was. I mean, not that people uh, actually wanted to listen to that. But I made no, a video you're, regardless you're right. so that I got to <laughs> talk about it anyways. <laughs> That's pretty funny because, yeah, I certainly don't care. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> this month's partner for Write That Down is Fisher Stroud, a friend of the show, Nate. She sure is a friend of the show. In fact, she's actually done work for us previously, a couple years ago, for a very famed project that you worked on. Indeed she has. So Fisher is an illustrator based out of New York who creates a mix of original work and fan art. She's available for commissions and other types of artwork like Yeah, that. and as Nate alluded to, she actually did the artwork and the poster for The Wyman, so we can attest to her illustrating prowess. Uh, so if you want to see examples of her work, uh, they can be found at her website, which is fisherhstroud.com. That's F-I-S-H-E-R-H-S-T-R-O-U-D.com. And her Twitter at Ribbles, which is W-R-I-B-B-L-E-S-S. She'll be opening a merch store with prints, keychains, and stickers in 2022. So stay tuned. Thank you, Fisher, for becoming a partner of Write That Down. So you have one more resolution outside of the podcast that you want to you want to talk about today. Uh, what is that? Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned 
so rudely off the top how we abandoned our original goals from the comfort zone <laughs> and i i would like to uh you know basically the the emphasis on that where i wanted to do the neo-noir thriller thing was really stepping outside of my genre comfort zone and i okay. would like to you know in uh in tandem with my goal of doing x pages per week or whatever uh, I land on for that. I, I guess I'll just say like three pages a week, but give myself the leniency knowing that life can happen. Um, I, I would like for some of that to be in a genre that uh, I am not familiar with. And so I think that will most likely still be the neo-noir thriller kind of thing. Uh, but I, th- I think I just want to have one writing project completed by the end of the year, uh, whether it's a short film or a feature length or something like that. That is in one of those genres that I am not used to, whether it is new noir, whether it's horror, whether it's, you know, maybe just like a straight up genre or period piece or fantasy, because I've been watching The Witcher and getting super into that. Uh, Things like that. I think I I just want to continue the idea of stepping out of my comfort zone in the subjects that, that I write about or that I tackle or whatever it might be. Right. That's a good one. I like that. And it's open, it's open-ended enough that, you know, you're not bound by like the one video a month sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but, but defined enough that you know, when you, you know, deep down when you haven't accomplished it and, and that's important, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's, let's talk a little bit about podcast resolutions. Uh, what, what have you been thinking about? Uh, for the year 2022 in terms of write that down yeah uh, I think first and foremost uh, I want to stop uh, even though we have busy lives I want us to stop uh, pretending like we are going to you know do every episode in person uh, and actually just do it Uh, you know (laughs) as soon as you as soon as you moved uh, to Huntingdon uh, you know we talked about how we were going to do so many of these episodes in person and and in all honesty we've only been able to do a couple Uh, and you know doing it remote is easy of course we live 45 minutes away it's easier and we do have you know jobs that take jobs and stuff outside of our jobs that take up time so the remote thing is, is easy but I think there is sort of a a genuine or sort of like an authentic uh, part of our conversation that is lost when we're not in person. I, I just think that every time we've done an in-person one outside of the technical difficulties, uh, it's just <laughs> like today. It's, it's a better conversation. Yeah, right, right. Like today. Yeah, that my Wi-Fi is down in the house, so we're I'm calling on the phone, recording. <laughs> it's it's pretty wild, but um. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think I think a, a resolution is to have at least, you know, we do what, four episodes a month, try to do at least half of the episodes per month in person. Uh, and that gives us a little leeway of two episodes a, mo- a month that, you know, if we're too too crazy, too busy, that we just need to do it remotely, we can, but but to try to get at least two in person. Um, and, and I feel... I feel strongly about that. And I hope that in the coming months we can try to do that a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, uh, the energy when we are in person is not better, but I just feel it more because, you know, I'm not just looking at my audacity file scrolling by on a screen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 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 Uh, yeah, I, I do think that being in person, the few times that we have done it has, has been really fun. I mean, we mentioned yeah. last week in our 
2021 in review uh our first real in-person episode when i after i moved was the one with jack badger and that was a blast uh-huh. uh so i mean those guest episodes are probably gonna have to be uh online more often than not unless they're by us uh right but you know b- being at least in person for when it's just us or maybe if it is like we have harry or, or becca or sam or someone else uh who you know is in the area um jack batcher would see it once he comes back from spain uh things mm-hmm. like that would would be would be really good yeah i like that that's a good one cool yeah so i think uh one of mine uh for the show is i just i i am very thankful for the people who do write us in uh mm-hmm. you know with questions or topics or, or brainbow things and things like that uh but I, th- I think i just want to try to drive that even more because there are people who listen to this show and some of them don't write in <laughs> and so i think yeah, i don't know how i can you know this is something that it's hard for me to like actually make happen because it's kind of out uh-huh. of my control but I, I think I just want to do more things that involve the audience uh, to to engage yep. people more outside of just ask us questions. Ask these two random uh, twenty four. Well, now twenty five for you. Shout out! Oh, uh, you're right. Your Thank old you. people uh, questions. I, I think uh, I want to be able to find more ways to to drive that audience interaction and engagement uh, because I think that's cool and I think it's fun to build the you know the the community. I guess that we ha- that we do have uh and you know grow the show even more that way because mm-hmm. we we all do best when we're learning from each other, right? Oh yeah, no doubt. And I again this is going to piggyback off of what you said to another resolution and that is I want to get more folks on the show that I don't know. More folks on the show that you don't know uh yeah. so that we can continue to not just, you know, have this little party that we have which is uh, it's fun. I love having our friends on the show. That's my like <laughs> my most favorite thing. I just think that we are missing out on so many great stories and, and great talent, uh, without, you know, incorporating more folks outside of our friend group. And I know that this is sort of a, a thing we have to build up to. We have to make those connections. We have to, uh, you know, be compelling enough for somebody to come on our show and, and, yeah. and be inviting enough to, to, you know, have them be open to speak. But uh, I think for 2022, we can certainly um, have a resolution that, you know, says we, we should you know try to at least have several new new folks that we haven't we haven't met before on the show to, again, broaden that outreach. Because, you know, if we're just our friends talking to our friends, I mean, that's great. That's awesome. That's all we really care about. But y- you can't really broaden that outreach without, you know, having new friends onto the show or having new folks that, you, you know, inviting them to talk. Yeah, uh, so I, I agree strongly with with that. Yeah, and and that also just kind of also helps build the network where we can also open doors to work with other people outside of the podcast. Oh yeah, oh which yeah, is also no doubt. a very exciting thing. Honestly, one of the coolest things about you know the the college life of being a, a video person, the creative person, was meeting all these different people year in year out and, and being able to work with them. Yep. Uh, and yep. it'd be cool to, to be able to translate that outside of a job setting in, in the quote unquote real world. So, yeah. 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 Like, I think a really cool thing to think about is, uh, imagine this Jacob, we have one listener 
who hears something about another listener who's a creative who then collaborate and create something without any of us even knowing, right? And just <laughs> have have connected through the podcast as a medium to connect. Uh, and I think that's just, that would be the coolest thing ever. So not yeah. saying anyone is doing that currently, but if you are, and if you plan on it, and if there's anyone interested who have who has been on the show, or maybe perhaps you own a small business and you need some support with some graphics, or you need some video support, or audio, or or artwork, or anything like that, take a listen to to who who we've had on the show. I mean, these are great people. They're yeah. uh, you know perfect for just starting out, uh, and oh, that would just be super cool. And let us know if that's already happening because I would love to share that. Uh, with the rest of the community. Yeah, there's there's really only one person who we've had on the show who I can think of that I wouldn't recommend working with. So, <laughs> oh yeah, who's that? <laughs> I can think of two, and they were on the show together. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We had several several shows where they we had multiple people on the show. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking of a brainbow, but I'm not gonna say who. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it to you to figure it out. <laughs> we'll leave it to you to figure it out. Uh, anyways yeah that's a good idea just you know having more people that we don't know and and growing the community that way so yeah tune in next week when we have donald glover on the show i guess see i don't know who that is you don't know who donald glover is is he on like snl or something no well he hosted one time he was on community uh you also oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh what character on community he was troy he uh you might know his uh, musical name yes. as Childish Gambino. Um, oh wait, no, really? That's that's Childish Gambino. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, and he has what? A, actually, he has a great show called Atlanta on FX uh, that has two seasons, and they just announced that season three is coming. Uh, I believe in March or at least sometime in the spring, and I'm really excited for it. Donald Glover is like one oh, of my, my favorite. Goodness uh actors writers comedians musicians whatever like yeah right now absolutely He's awesome i did not know that man can you imagine if we got donald glover on the show dude can you imagine if i just knew half of what you knew i mean i i'd be the most powerful person in the world holy moly as if i'm powerful in any sense now dude take it as a compliment take it or leave it but that's what i'm saying <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, my my resolution for this year is to get Donald Glover on the show. All righty. We can uh, agree that that probably will not happen. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, do you, do you have any other uh, podcast uh, revolutions? I mean, we, we always talk about wanting to get more people on the show. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think one of mine would also, kind of bouncing off of one of your earlier ones, is just creating more content in regards to the show uh yeah that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the sketches and things like that would be cool um also it's almost like jacob it's almost like every five episodes we should try to create something maybe it's 30 seconds yeah but imagine that and, and, and i hate saying every five episodes because now once we do it we start it we then have to do it and then it's a lot of work yeah and then it's but disappointing when we do when we don't yeah isn't the whole point to try to force ourselves to do something like that. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? So I don't. Uh, I'm not saying every five, but we should certainly do it a lot more. And whether or not you like watching them, it doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> you know, we're here trying to learn and, and create stuff. So you know. Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> uh, 
I know I asked you for what for another resolution, but I guess my last yeah. one uh, that I just thought of is, I mean, we've talked about, uh, you know, reaching out to people in the community for an, one new podcast art and potentially uh, like community submitted podcast music. Uh, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. we love the artists uh, who we uh, use music for now, but it would be really cool to to kind of. Uh, have something that's more ingrained to write that down rather than uh, someone who is generous enough to, to allow anyone to use their music uh, right. and things like that. Um, and I mean, the podcast art right now is just something I threw together in like 20 minutes. So I, I sent you like three versions and I was like, okay, which one do you like? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I absolutely, I mean, I agree. Um, yeah. I mean, we can start collecting submissions for stuff and, uh, uh, whether that's you know music uh, that you think might work well for the show, or let's say you don't you haven't created anything yet, but you're interested in trying to collaborate in a in a for instance, let's say you are a freelancer and you need some uh you know you need some portfolio examples of some work that you do. We're willing to collaborate. We're willing to work and give shout outs and help in any way possible um, to to you know make it a two way two way street make it work best for you. So. Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, With without trying to sound like we'll pay you an exposure, like <laughs> we'll I'll we'll... give you a sheets hot dog <laughs> that's worth fifty cents because I'm eating the other one. Man, now I want sheets hot dogs. You've brought it up twice this episode, and I'm not I a big I'm hot dog hungry. guy. I'm gonna tell you the best way to eat it, and people are gonna scrunch their noses at me. But the best way to eat it is a mustard and diced onions. Oh my goodness! What do you gracious. mean grimace? That sounds amazing. Oh, see, you're a real, real good person, Jacob. So, so many people, they're like, "I want ketchup on my hot dog." I'm not attacking you. I'm I mean, just I would, saying, I would up. prefer ketchup on there, but I mean, <laughs> like mustard and onion. I mean, I just love onion in the first place. I don't know if you know this. About okay, me, but I'll just I eat like raw onions onion. too. Like, oh yeah, that's I love odd. onion. That's odd. I mean, onion's good, especially when it's fried. Yeah, for sure. Like, come on now. What are those things called? Blossoms? Oh, oh uh, like the, the blooming onion? Yes. Oh, baby. <laughs> I onion feel like rings? I just, I, I half didn't do an accent and I half tried to do Evan Quinter's Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> Where Wally. were we? I, I feel like we tangented here. <laughs> but that means it's a good episode, right? That this oh, is yeah. what the people oh, yeah. came no to listen to is no our doubt. hot dog talks. Hot dog talk. <laughs> uh yeah, and again, I'm not trying to offend anyone who likes ketchup on their hot dog, but I'm pretty sure if you look it up, it says it's illegal. <laughs> That's a true fact. Yeah, I'm searching it right now. <laughs> this is right here in the Bill of Rights. Yeah, it says, I, oh, I don't have internet. I was trying to search it up. But my search oh, was ketchup on a hot dog equals illegal, question mark. <laughs> and then it gave me the little Tyrannosaurus Rex that says, you're not connected to the internet. Okay, got to oh, play the, the game that comes up with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will. Anyways, uh, perhaps we go into definitely not procrastinating. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we should. Uh, do you want me to go or do you want to go? Uh, I think you'll be proud of me if I go. Oh, uh, well, then by all means, go ahead. All right, Jacob. So I'm currently playing that that game right now. So if I start yelling, I've hit a cactus. And if you haven't (laughs) played the game before, turn off your internet, go into your Google browser, 
your little T-Rex will come up that says no internet. And then you can hit the space bar and your T-Rex starts running and yeah. uh, little cactuses. You can't run into the cactus. So that's what I'm playing right now as I'm talking to you it's about v- definitely procrastinating. In concept, very oh. flappy birdie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very flappy birdie, but not flappy birdie There's like a, Anyways, a, another um, actual game from like the 80s that is a better example, but that's what came to Oh, me. really? Oh, I'm okay. sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, so you're going to be proud of me. I went and saw that Spider-Man movie. Oh, yes, and, you did. You know, I'm going to... There's a whole story behind it, but in short, I had to go because uh, a hockey game was canceled and Winter was trying to throw me a surprise party and I needed to be out of the house. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> my first choice was a hockey game, Penn State hockey game. That got canceled because of some COVID things. So we went to see a movie in Altoona. But uh, so we saw that movie. Pretty awesome movie. I mean, yeah. I didn't. I don't think I've watched any of the other Spider-Mans. I may have watched one or two, but there's several of them that I hadn't watched. And yeah. um and I still heard that it was worth going, even if you hadn't watched it. So yeah, it, I mean, it was a solid movie. Uh, a couple of things that I want to talk about, you know, obviously there's some spoilers in it that I'm not going to talk about. Uh, and that's part of what I want to speak to here. Okay. Uh, this was a unique experience uh, going into a movie theater with obvious fans of Spider-Man because <laughs> during certain scenes or when certain characters were, would come out or when something specifically would happen, you could hear the emotion of the crowd uh, you know, of gasping or or yeah. or uh, just sort of the the pure uh, just take away from the movie and in the pure unknowing of what's happening. And I think that says a lot to you know humanity in that you know we still you know aren't spoiling stuff for good movies. <laughs> like you know, if you want to find the I spoiler, mean, you can are. find it. Some people are, but in, in for the most part, I did not get i i watched it late i mean this is yeah. what it's been out maybe a month now uh, maybe a little sh- less a, than a, a month a few weeks yeah a, i think a few it's weeks week out. three now right and so i hadn't heard any of the spoilers uh granted i'm not looking for them but <laughs> i hadn't heard any of them and i knew several people you know loads of people within my close circle who never said anything about these spoilers so yeah. sitting in there not knowing anything that's going to happen uh, and then I hear these gasps and stuff just goes to show that the rest of the folks in the movie theater also, you know, weren't, weren't spoiled by it. Uh, and so that's like something cool that, that I just thought about because, you know, I'm interacting with this movie a lot different than actual Spider-Man fans are. Yeah. Uh, and I get to view it and be a part of it on the outside, which is, you know, something just as cool as, you know, being a super fan. So so that was my definitely not procrastinating and my couple observations of the movie theater. That was the first time I've been to a movie in like a year and a half or two years. Yeah. So pretty cool. Yeah. Big popcorn. Oh, yeah. I love movie theater popcorn. Yeah. I, I have to buy All it. All right. What about time. you? Uh, yeah, well, before yeah. I get into mine, uh, I, I want to second that like theater experience. Uh, okay. I, th- I don't think I mentioned it when I talked about Spider-Man last week, uh, but when Harry and I went to go see Spider-Man, uh, it was a pretty full crowd, uh, which I mean, uh-huh. was kind of scary given the COVID implications, uh, but it all worked out. It was fine. Uh, and, but it was so cool because usually, I mean, I like watching reaction videos on YouTube. Uh, like it's yeah. a guilty pleasure to see people cheer or have reactions to certain scenes and things like that. Uh, but I'm usually not a huge in theater applause guy. Um, okay. 
Like I don't usually like it when it when it happens, but this was such a unique experience where I wasn't like doing the applause, but it was so cool to be in a theater full of people who were, you know, so pumped about everything that was going on in the movie. It was uh-huh. a really cool experience with, you know, the the no spoilers and just the applause and clapping and cheering when things were happening. It, it was really yeah. cool. I don't think Harry was as much of a fan, but I <laughs> I, I had a good time with it. Uh, good, good. But yeah, so I mean, I I don't I feel bad for this being two Marvel things and one definitely not procrastinating. Uh, oh, it'll never happen again. I can assure you. <laughs> uh, I do. I mean, get ready. I have a lot of definitely not procrastinating stocked up from the holiday break because I saw a lot of oh movies and, and a few different shows and things like that. Uh, so. I might I might be saving those for week by week instead of dumping them all at once. So today I will uh, talk about Hawkeye, uh, which is a Disney Plus show uh, starring Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, who is in uh, the all of those Marvel MCU movies and things like that. Um, and we talked about it on a few previous episodes where I was really excited for it. Uh, and it's based off of one of my favorite comic book runs ever, which is the Hawkeye run written by Matt Fraction. Uh, and uh, David Aja, uh, who I believe did the art, um, for most of it at least. And uh, I really liked the show. It drew a lot of uh, similarities from the comic run that I loved while also still being its own thing and also giving me the opportunity to potentially do the Hawkeye uh, scripts that I've always wanted to do uh, because it is still somewhat different. Uh, but yeah, Hawkeye is is, is great. Uh, also introduces Haley Steinfeld as uh, Kate Bishop, who uh, in the comics takes on the role of Hawkeye after uh, you know the character of Clint Barton, and she is fantastic. When I heard that Haley Steinfeld was cast as that character, I was like, that is perfect. Uh, that that's like the most on par casting I've I've heard of in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a fun like Christmas six episode series. It's set at Christmas and it's like, oh, we have five days until Christmas and things like that. Uh, and it's just a really cool kind of ground level uh, look at, uh, you know, superheroing in New York and things like that. Uh, that I think, you know, different movies like older Spider-Man movies have done but and shows like daredevil but this does it in such a cool funny and uh kind of unique holiday vibesy way uh that i really liked it so yeah hawkeye is on disney plus uh i it's it's a pretty good show i really liked it it, it lived up to my expectations uh from the comic run i would nice. say cool that's awesome jacob yeah a I little rambly but i hawkeye. got there maybe i'll watch hawkeye i'm not sure yet uh, well, what is it on? Where can you find it? It's on Disney Plus. My, almost all of the uh, MCU things outside of the Spider-Man movies are on Disney Plus because Spider-Man is okay. the rights are owned by Sony, but they allow Marvel to use them. It's a whole weird thing. Um, but yeah, we got to do our our podcast where you go through the MCU as well because it's going to kill me <laughs> if you just keep jumping into all these random movies. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, it won't kill me, but it's not going to help. <laughs> um, I I don't want to add to my definitely not procrastinating, but I did see another movie. It was like one of my first Disney movies. Oh yeah, uh, I did hear about this. Did you? Uh, yeah. Was it? Are you talking about Encanto? 
Yeah. How do you know? Uh, I think uh, Nick uh, Nick Dentes, uh, who formerly uh, yes. asked yeah. a question at your surprise party. I, I, I think you guys were talking about that. <laughs> we were. It was That was a good one. I didn't realize that the actor, uh, was it Stephanie Beatriz? Oh, yeah. The person from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah. Is like the main voice character for it. It was a, it was a nice it was a cute little uh, little show. Yeah, I, I, I still got to watch that. There are, I, there are actually yeah. a lot of those Disney and Pixar animated movies that I, I need to watch from this year. Just in my quest to be in the know of all of the Oscar nominated movies and, and things like really that. yeah. See, I I don't usually watch them. So what I need in my life are people like Nick Dentes and you and, and other folks who will just put it on the TV. Otherwise I just automatically default to not watching them. Uh, and then I, I miss out on some really cool stuff. So, yeah. so yeah, that's your job, your job from now on forever <laughs> here. I'll, I'll drag you to every movie I watch from here on out. That's fine. But I do not go to the movie theaters more than once every three years. So, okay. Uh, well, I've already, okay. Well, that's going to be an issue. <laughs> All right, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. All right, well, we will be together next week for another episode, uh, and hopefully we'll have some friends on. How's that uh, sound, Jacob? That sounds great to be a good old dirty 40. I think that's what the phrase is, right? I don't know, but that sounds wrong, so I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Okay, all right. We'll see you later, dude. See ya. Thanks for listening. Write That Down is produced by Nate Ulrich and Jacob Novak. Music for this podcast includes Answered by Ketza and Dream 13 by Punch Deck. You can find links to both artists in the description for this episode. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can email your questions or topic suggestions to askwtd at gmail.com. Once again, that's askwtd at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.